Look at that. <laughs> Very easily distracted. I get distracted about things you wouldn't believe. But even, but just think, it's, it's all right for you because you sit one side or the other. I'm not on the left or the right. I'm in the middle. So which offering bucket do I put my offering in? I think this one over here must get lonely because I've done that one two weeks in a row. So I go this way. Yeah. Amazing mind working here. <laughs> yeah. It's spiritually significant if you sow to the left or the right. Could be politics, couldn't it? <laughs> Praise God. Doing okay? That's good. That's good. Lord, just commit the word preached this morning to you. Holy Spirit, I pray for your guidance and anointing. Lord, impart it as you will, I ask in your precious name. Amen. Second Peter chapter 1. Says Simon Peter, the servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained a faith of equal standing with ours by the righteousness of our God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Ah, man, I can't read that without stopping. Because, you know, I love, I love the equality that's in God. Do you, do you love that? I, I love, that's the only way I can think of describing it right now. I love the equality that's in God because he doesn't have favorites you know that like it's yeah it's uh yeah i heard of uh heard of you know in politics uh, when tony abbott was ousted as our prime minister um they were some political commentator was going through the list of ministers that he thought would be sacked or should be sacked he didn't like Mr. Turnbull at all. And he named one minister, but he said, I don't think he will be because he sort of likes him. Bit of a favourite, so he'll keep his job, but get rid of the rest, you know. And uh, but I don't know what we think, but God isn't like that. You know, he, he, he's, he looks down on his saints and he loves them. And we are saints. Did you know that? You know, uh, NIV of that verse says, To those who through the righteousness of our God and Saviour Jesus Christ have received a faith as precious as ours. If we're saved, we're saved. We're no more saved than anyone else is saved. Billy Graham is no more saved today than you are. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just so equal in God. And he doesn't look down and say, Oh, look at Billy, just beautiful. I love her. Daryl, I wish he'd get out. It's not like that, you know. Like, you know what I mean? God, God, we're all His favourites, <laughs> seriously, and uh, uh, no favourites. And uh, you know, if you're saved today, you're just as justified and you're just as righteous as any other saint. And we are saints, okay? We don't have to present a list of accomplishment, company things we've accomplished, accomplishments is the word I'm looking for. Don't do we? We don't have to do that. Present the miracles and uh, put our submission in to become a saint. If you're saved, you're a saint. You're either a sinner or a saint. There's only one or the other, isn't there? And so 
we're saints today and we're all we're equal in him, like our needs are met equally. It's not no favoritism. I just love that about God. Because in most other religions it's how hard you work. It's how many doors you knock on, whether you reach this or not. It's how many times you've bowed down and prayed with Hindus. It's how many times they've died and come back and after millions of years and times you might know something about God. You've got to be joking. It's all about how we work. But it's to simple faith how we believe. And God accepts us and we're all equal. I just love that so much. Number eight, verse 2, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. New Living Translation of verse 2 says, may God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. That's, that is just to me another incredible verse. Very, very simple, but you know, on the basis of that one verse of Scripture, all I can say to you is it's worth getting to know God the very best way you can, like on the basis of just that verse because, see, uh, Peter writes, may grace and peace be multiplied, like just may bundles, may truckloads of grace and peace roll your way, but then he says it this way, in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So as you get to know him, you know, grace and peace are going to be multiplied to you. Like we've all found grace. We've all received grace. And I trust that you have peace in your hearts today. But the more we know him, like those things get multiplied. So it's worth getting to know him, isn't it? Even just for that, it's worth getting to know him, to going after him, you know, that... Every day I, I, I live, I see more clearly that the things that God gives us have so much more value than anything out there. If you want a peaceful, good life that accomplishes and uh, is satisfying, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, the things God supplies will give you that in abundance. But the other things wear out, don't they? Have you ever noticed that? You get a new motorbike, and a few years later, you go, oh, it's a bit, I want another one. You know, I need, it, it never lasts forever. My wife does. My wife's lasting well. I uh, still, still love her. That's, that's different. But material things, just so you didn't think I was including her as a material thing. But you know what I mean? It, nothing, nothing lasts. You wear out. You get sick of this. You get sick of that. Like nothing ever satisfies you forever. But God, things do. And so they're worth going after. Amen? Just really, I'm sorry I said that, Pammy. Oh, yeah. I've got to be careful or I, you know, yeah. Things like peace and grace. Like how many people truly out there have that? Truly. Just have peace and just grace in their lives. And there's, all, there's something there that's not right, that's missing. And only God can give that. Amen? Only God can do it. So we need to go after God. Let me get to where I'm going today. Verse 3. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us 
to his own glory and excellence. I, I love that. That's, that's the same as what you read this morning, uh, Ephesians 1.3. And you know, I like he's, he's already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in that heavenly realm already. It's not coming. It's there now to take hold of and draw into the now. It's, uh, 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 yeah, like the message uh, translation of, of uh, verse 3 of Second Peter chapter 1 says this, Everything that goes into a life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by us getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us to God, the best invitation we ever received. I love that. So, so when you come to know him, you got everything you need to live the life that is need, that pleases him, which is what our lives should be about, isn't it? And so you, you've been given all the material, you've already got what you need. I love that. It's not you've got to do this and do this and do that and you've got to study that and you've got to get up and you've got to... It's, you've, we've already been given it. We just, yeah, need to start working on it and letting him uh, work on our lives with that stuff. Uh, uh, verse 4, well, you know, through the knowledge, again, through knowing him, through the knowledge of him who called us, verse 3 says, verse 4, by which he has granted to us his great and very precious promises, so that you through them, see, see, we, we love the promises of God, and I mean, they're immense, and I love them too. We love them, but if everything is for a reason, but we're blessed to be a blessing. It's not just, yeah, wow, I'm so blessed. Well, give it away, give your blessing away. Like, you know what I mean? We're blessed to be a blessing, and so uh, great and precious promises. Me, wow, that's just so cool. Let me read about the promises of God. I want to take hold of the promises of God, and I do. But this is what it's about, see, so that you, uh, through them, may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. See. The Lord wants us to become like-natured as he. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool, isn't it? You ever heard someone say, uh, oh, do you know such and such? Just lovely-natured person. Yeah. And, and, that, and that always sits well with us, doesn't it? You know, I can remember by a bloke I used to work for, for before I uh, had my own business. And <clears throat> he said, um, yeah, you've got to go and do a job for this bloke. He said, um, he said he looks, he sort of looks a bit uh, like he put the wind up your bit. He has this sort of look about him, you think, oh, you know, but he said, don't worry about him. He's, he's beautiful, like really just lovely nature, even nature. You and so that puts you at ease going to work, didn't it? Think, oh, yeah, and he was. He's really lovely to work with. And I've had other people that he said, oh, mate, don't upset them. <laughs> don't even look at them the wrong way, oh, mate. You'll get to, oh, you know, and think, whoa. So it, our natures are different, aren't they? None of them are perfect. And they're, so, they're all so different. But 
the divine nature, the nature of God, he, he wants us, he's given us things that will help us become like-natured as he. And I, I just think, wow, like, I don't know how to make that statement any bigger than what it is, but that blows me away. You know, it's not just about changing habits or things we do. He actually wants to change the nature within us. And I just think that is an incredible promise in itself that is in the Word of God. Uh, you know, the nature of God is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And, and the only way you really understand and know that is through the Word of God. Colossians 1.15 tells us that uh, Jesus was the image of God. So we've seen Jesus, we, we see God, we start to see the nature of God. Some people get a picture of God as being some angry being that's up there or some mystical being they don't understand. But we saw Jesus on earth and we... We see what God is like. He is loving. He is full of mercy. God who is rich in mercy. You know, like uh, amazing the nature of God. John says lots of, uh, gives us lots of clues in uh, his gospel in chapter 14, uh, verses 9 and 10. says this, Jesus said to him, uh, to Philip, uh, have I been with you so long and yet you've not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. And so Philip's saying, well, I don't know what you know. And he said, well, Philip, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And what was Jesus like? He was the most wonderfully natured person that ever walked this earth full of grace and truth does it not say amazing uh, John chapter 5 going to check a left hand turn and go back to verse 19 uh, John chapter 5 then Jesus answered and said to them most assuredly I say to you the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do for whatever he does the son also does in like manner for the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. I just love reading that stuff. I, I just There's something God's doing in my heart. Maybe I'm preaching to myself today. I don't know. Maybe that's a good thing to do anyway. But I, I want to see the Father. I want to see more of God than I've ever seen before. What's the cry of your heart today? You know, I, I just want to see him in ways I've not seen him before. I think I told you the time my dad had to have an operation and we had goats because mum had uh, bad asthma. Well, I used to think, I don't know if it's true or not, that goat's milk was better for you than dairy and uh, I don't really know that. Um, I've had both and I wasn't any better one than the other, but, that, you know, dad had goats. And he had spare milk, he used to sell it. And so he had to go to hospital and I had to milk the goats. And I loved them. I just, they were like pets to me. And little kids, I used to, yeah, sneak them into my room and get into trouble. And, and uh, so I was only, I think I was either nine or ten. I wasn't very old at all. And Dad had to go have this operation. So 
uh, I, I milked the goats. That was my job, you know, like I had to help anyway. And uh, so I just milked them and I didn't think it was any big deal. And this lady who used to buy milk come with mum to get milk like the belly was full because I'd milk, I don't know how many, I forget how many we had now. And, and, and she used to buy a billy every couple of days of, uh, you know, a billy of milk. And, and oh, aren't you a clever little boy? And I, I hate people saying that about you, you know. I'm a nick off. I sort of, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'd just rather do me thing and do it by myself, really. Don't need an audience at all. And, uh, that's just, and I, I just found this lady annoying. And oh, lovely little boy. And I'm, aren't you so clever? You know, like, how, how do you know what to do? I remember saying, I haven't got a clue, I just do what Dad does. That's, You know what I mean? Like I just saw Dad milk him, so I just did what Dad did and the job got done. And uh, we, we look, you know, we long after power and see miracles and whatever. And But I believe the more we get to know him and the more we take on the divine nature, I think that stuff starts to look after itself. And, and I really do. Like... Uh, and I just want to see him. I want to see him and I want to do what I see. I just, that's just the longing in my heart. Like I'd say to you today, like, I, I hope you long for power. Like as a Pentecostal, if you don't long for power, I don't get that. I, I love when I see God doing God things, powerful things that only God can do. I get excited about that. I really do. I just love that. Love when someone rings up and says, Oh, you prayed for me on Sunday and this has happened. Really. Wow, I like that. I want more of that. And so I, I think we, you know, to long to be used by God and to, to move powerfully in God, I, I hope we all do that. But I, I would have to say today, I probably wouldn't go after his power as much as I have in the past. I'd probably go after the divine nature. Because I think that's where it comes out of. I think it's love and grace and mercy. And as you take the divine nature on, I believe the other stuff just starts to flow out of you when you do that. I really honestly believe that. Praise God. The more we take it on, the more the power of God flows. There's a principle there. I think that's why, well, it's the same principle. That's why Paul, after he's taught, uh, and written about the gifts of the Spirit in Acts chapter 12 and uh, the, the nine gifts, uh, uh, you know, like uh, uh, you rattle them off to me, I, I'm gone blank, tongues and interpretation and prophecy and miracles and gifts of healings and uh, uh, knowledge and discernment and I don't know how many, speaks about all them and I believe they're for today, I believe in them 100%. I reckon we can all operate in them, and I don't think they're just for in church. I think they're as important out there as they are anywhere else. And, you know, you, you'd say something to someone that God's given you and will blow them away. It'll open the door for you to do things that you couldn't otherwise do. Seriously. Remember Lance telling me he stopped a man for speeding, and the Lord showed him what was going on in the man's life and blew him away in no uncertain manner, wouldn't it? You know? Policemen standing there saying, this is what's happening to you. <laughs> Man. But it does. It opens doors. They're, they're incredible. And then he talks about love. And some people say, well, see, love's more important than the gifts. They've ceased. See, Paul said that. in No, no, no. They haven't stopped at all. 
But he's just saying we need love in our life. We need to take some of the divine nature in our lives and, and then the gifts are going to be worked in a more beautiful and a more powerful way. Because if we haven't got the character, if we haven't got, you know, the, 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 the nature to go with it, we can offend people and hurt people. But the more we take on the divine nature, the less that's likely to happen. And so the whole thing rolls into a more powerful state. Praise God. Divine nature, well, we saw it on the server talking of Jesus there before we, uh, we saw divine nature, didn't we? Like he's hanging on the cross. And so, well, I, I don't know. What word do you use? Mistreated doesn't even cover it, does it? Really? <laughs> like, let's be honest. Um, uh, just so, so badly. I, I don't know. I can't find a word to express how badly he was mistreated and unjustly, like he did no wrong. Like if you've done something, you know, I don't know from getting hidings when I was a kid, like the night we propped the snake up with the wire and scared the daylights out of the ladies at the golf club. I mean, it was such fun, but, you know, I got a belt and I sort of knew why I got it and I just, I, I get a bit chubby when I see a snake myself and <laughs> come around the corner and Dad's out the front with the barber strap waiting for us. And, uh, this is not looking good. <laughs> but, it was, you know, I, I'm okay with it. It's when you get them when you didn't do the wrong thing, you know. Your sister or brother tell on you and it wasn't right. You get a whopping and, oh, well, it won't hurt him anyway. And uh, that, that's real just, isn't it, you know. But you think of Jesus, like he took our sin on him, took our sin in his own body. It wasn't even on, it was in it. It's why this healing for us in the stripes and the blood that shed took it in his own body on the tree. That we being dead to sin might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. And so unjustly, yet he cries out, Father, forgive them. They're not really aware of what they're doing. They don't know who they haven't got it. They don't recognize who I am. Don't hold it to their account. Forgive them, Father, he cries out. What sort of nature is that? I've never come across that anywhere on earth before. Amen. That's divine nature. Praise God. That is divine. Divine nature on display with a boat coming across the lake. Wild, vicious storm blows up and Seasoned boatmen are scared that they're going to sink. And what's divine nature doing at sound asleep? Absolutely in peace. <laughs> and God said to go to the other side, so what God says goes. Don't worry about it. Well, we do sometimes, don't we? But the more we take on the divine nature, the better we get at all that stuff. Amen? We just get a knowing the more so that yeah, praise God. We need to take that on in in spades. We really do. Praise God. By which he has granted to us his great and very precious promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, 
having escaped the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. God has power to change our natures, you know that? And it's probably a, a easier journey for some than others. Uh, none of us asked to be born with a certain type of nature. Um, and some people are just beautiful people, aren't they? Just even just beautifully natured people. I remember as a scared little boy going up to my girlfriend's place the first time I ever went there and I'm thinking, yeah, I was sort of really, uh, you know, quite nervous and uh, not wanting to make a bad impression and uh, and I wasn't that old when I think of when I was 18, but uh, uh, that ain't very old as I look back now. And, uh, and the first time I'd ever walked Pam in, um, I thanked her for letting me do that. I didn't know what else to do, and so I said, thank you for letting me bring you home. And we were walking in and Pam said, shh, what have I done? And she said, my dad, I'm asleep in that room. My dad's got a shotgun. And so I just sort of, mate, I said, yeah, wow. It's pretty wild. But I watched her walk in and I liked the shape, so I kept going back. I did. And uh, and uh, they'd not met her mum. And so... Finally, I, I got invited to her brother's birthday, and I just wanted to more see her than her brother. But I, so I went there and I met her mum, and I just, could, just straight away, I thought, what a beautiful lady! She was just beautiful. She was just a lovely, lovely, lovely lady, lovely nature, just really. And I, I went up again. I went a couple of, I started to see this girl was like a mum. And I thought, mate, I'm in here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but he wants to make us like that. And we can be the leader type of out there person who's really on the edge doing stuff, but he can do stuff in our nature that makes it good. And he wants to change us. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to preach any longer than this today, but, but, uh, you know, there's so many places in scripture we could go to, like a lot of bad stuff, you know, in our lives, like, uh, anger, temper, a lot of those stuff, I, I just think, um, uh, I don't think they're outside stuff or whatever. I, I think they're lack of fruit. To be honest, we could go and talk fruit of the spirit, self-control. You know, like if you're growing the right fruit, a lot of things, they, you know, I don't know that you need a 12-step program or anything else. I think you get free that way. The more the divine nature is allowed to grow and take over in you. And uh, so we could talk of fruit production, you know, like Romans chapter 5, uh, uh, Paul talks, starts talking about the grace of God and we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we uh, rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Uh, and then goes on to say, but more, more than that, we glory in tribulation. Really? And because it produces stuff in us. And the stuff that pr it produces in us, again, makes us, like nature-wise, more like Christ. It adds virtue and, and uh, perseverance, patience, whatever it may be. 
you know, I, I am so glad God was patient with me. Have you ever ever stopped and considered and had a think about your life and how patient, how patient God was with you? Wow. I don't know how he put up with me. I really don't, you know. Sometimes with your kids, you just, yeah. You tell them, you teach them, and you, you think, oh, are they ever going to get it, you know, and, uh, yeah, well, they eventually do, like, yeah. I remember my dad, dad saying, I don't know that you'll ever get it, he said, yeah. Some things I still haven't. <laughs> I have a speeding problem, I must admit that, but I've got a few things in the meantime, but God was so patient. I just want to take on that divine nature, I really do, folks. Let me just read some verses and we'll finish. Down to verse 11 of Second Peter. Chapter 1, verses 5 to 11. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge. See, it's all right having faith that, that got you saved, but Peter's saying you need to now start adding some other stuff in, in here, chucking some other ingredients into the, into the pot to mix up here. So virtue, moral excellence, say, uh, with knowledge. And see, we've already talked about knowledge with knowledge you get grace and peace multiplied to you. So you get this multiplying uh, effect that's going on as we mix it all together. And knowledge with what? A fruit of the Spirit, self-control. And self-control with steadfastness. And steadfastness with godliness. And godliness with brotherly affection. And brotherly affection with love. So it grows. It's affection and then it's love. Like there's this building, growing, multiplying thing that goes on as we start letting the Holy Spirit add all those things in to the mix going on inside us. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the knowledge of him, remember, grace and peace multiplied. Do you get what I'm saying today? Like you just you just got to let him start adding. You can't ever stop. You can't ever stop. I need him more today than I needed him when I was 20. I do. I really do. Like we just need to keep getting stuff added, 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 added. Yeah. Praise God. Ever, whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to, conform, to confirm your calling and election, for if you practice these qualities, you will never, fa never fall. Sorry, <clears throat> Short-sighted, you will never fall. For in this way there will be richly, uh, for in this way there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Praise God.